Hello, everybody, and welcome to week two, season two of the Fantasizers podcast. I'm your host, Josh Dean, and I must say, we're getting closer and closer to the NFL season, baby. We're getting closer and closer to our fantasy football draft, so I am excited. I am going to win this year. I can't, might, I may have coming dead last last year but it's I, this is my year just like the giants this is the year this is the year with me i have my co-host christopher dude chris what's up man so are you staying first to last uh worst to first not first to last worst to first what yes is you said for, first. Yeah. Worst, so I, did, worst I, did first. That. I did that actually like a few years ago. Uh, it was probably eight years ago. I won the championship and I took class the next year. So you went the now, other way. Yeah, you're right. The way I said. So <laughs> you're probably going to go last to, I don't know, maybe 11th, maybe 10th. I don't know. It's a 12 man league. We'll see how it works out, but I, I guarantee there's no way in hell you get first. There's just no way. Fuck, man. Hey, I've been I've been in the playoffs. I've been in the playoffs once, and I took. Oh, I know. I took third. You know what? That's what I did. <laughs> no, you know what? I took third, and it was because that was the year that Kamara scored like those six touchdowns. You remember that? And that, no, don't. Yeah, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Do I remember? Oh, that? wait, no, yeah. You had Kamara. No, yeah, you had Kamara. Or no, you no, were. You went not, against no. him. No, I did not have Kamara. Ricky, our cousin, had Kamara, and I, I took second place because he blew up. That's right. Bradley. And uh, and you beat me because you had Aaron Jones, and he had like a big day. That the, the week that we played, right, so, you right, shouldn't so have even talking, been there. Yeah, right. So we're right. talking fantasy. That's what I'm getting at. Fantasy. We're talking yeah. fantasy, so, but we're so, talking fantasy in 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 predictions, and we're also talking we're also talking numbers. <laughs> I have some numbers for you, Chris. That I I kind of want I kind of want your uh, your input. All right, I want to hear. Are All you right. ready? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Right, let's do it. I don't think Okay. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> so here's the number. Daniel Jones over 3,500 yards passing this year. Well, yeah. I mean, we, so, so last week, number B, our Brandon Lee, right. he thought 3,450 yards over. Right. So you're bringing, I'm bringing, I'm yards. bringing, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing in his belief, but I don't know if I don't remember. I couldn't remember your thoughts on it. I remember that we liked it because it's what we wanted. But do you think that's going to happen? I gotta watch another game. Um, Keep in mind that Daniel Jones has not thrown for over th- for over thirty one hundred yards. Okay, so here's the scoop. Last week looked pretty good. Right, I mean, he was sixteen for eighteen with an interception, a hundred, but it was a hundred and eighteen yards or whatever, and he looked pretty good. 
the interception was BS because it went off the the hands Agreed. of the tight end or whatever. Agreed. So listen, if our guys can catch the ball, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. I think that it happens, um, but I, you know, I'm also biased, maybe a little bit. Um, okay. We'll see. Uh, he also has the Penn State dude in, the, in his in his uh, his mitts, right? So. You know, he can dump the ball off, and the guy might go for 50, 60 yards at a time. So, he, 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 so here's here's my thing with, with Daniel Jones. I, I'm high on him this year. I really am. Um, the Our head coach and the offense that we're set up in is the same well, that, that Josh Allen was in. And I think that – now, Daniel – I'm not saying Daniel Jones is Josh Allen. I'm saying that Daniel Jones can fit that system very well. I, I agree. I, 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 listen, what the bills have done in the last three to four years is unlike, I mean, really think about it. It's unlike any other system out there. Right. Agreed. Agreed. And and it's a very, very good system. So I, I'm, I'm excited about what's, what he's bringing on the table. So we'll see. And, we'll and, see what happens there. And on top of that, right? So the Bills got the Bills get where they get because of because of the offense, because of, obviously because they have great players, they have you know a great team. But they got that far without a run game. And I know, I know you know, I know, I know. We have Saquon Barkley, and he's coming back strong this year. I I have no doubt in my mind he's coming back strong. We have an established run game, especially with that new offensive line. I think it's going to be a good one. No, I, I, I agree with that. I also – it's you know, you know what's hard is to, to kind of say, hey, here's the Giants and here's the Bills, right? They're in two different categories, right? And the Bills, yeah, sure, they don't run the ball that well. They run the ball okay. But the Bills' offensive, or I'm sorry, the Giants' offensive line has been so bad over the last three to four years, or more, right? That that you can't you can't really compare the two of them, right? Oh, we're gonna be fine. Um, we're gonna be fine. No, yeah, I know, but you can't. I mean, so Josh Allen, he's a great athlete. He can he can run wherever the hell he wants to run, and I kind of give. Our quarterback, the same, you know, kind of, you know, like Mold. category. He's, yeah, I mean, he's he's an athlete. He can he can move. He's not an Eli. He can no. move. He, right? he, you know, what he fits the mold for what the for what Josh Allen is was in with his success, where he found the success. Yeah, right. But but the problem is we we don't have the the players that the Bills have put together. Um, at least I believe. Uh, and, and I think Josh Allen is, he's, he's also a little different than, than yeah. what he brings to the table. But, Agreed. but if, if, if our boy can, can get protected a little bit better mm-hmm. and, and I think that the giants can do something, we'll see. You can see that. Um, uh, this next number I have, uh, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> no. Four. <laughs> Four games with a hundred plus receiving yards or more. You taking the over on that or the under? 
What is it? Four. four. The number's four with over 100 yards per game. Or of receiving, I'm sorry. Over. I, I think that's good. That's a good idea, right? Yeah, I, I think, think that's so. a good idea. And I, and I, I don't think that uh, he'll be anything what he was, but he's he's really good. I mean, he's yeah. really good. I think Again. i I think it's I think it's the over based off of his speed, and he's going to he's going to catch you know long ball here and there that's going to be you know 50, 60 yards, and then he just has to make up the rest. I think he can he can reach that number with a guy like him. I think he can reach the the one hundred yards receiving mark pretty easily. Oh yeah, um, no, I agree. You know what I mean? So so I I like that one. Here's another one. You ready? Okay. Who scores more touchdowns, Ezekiel Elliott or Tony Pollard? <laughs> well, all right. So we're run, we're running off from last week, right? So yep. Uh, Pollard. I mean, hands down, he's going to score more. I just I don't believe in Zeke anymore. Okay. I really don't. All right. You know, I hands down. I, I, I'm right there with you. Um, I don't, I obviously, if you listen from last week, that's, uh, I am not big on Zeke in the slightest. Um, I want, I want, Josh, I want to bring in our goatee guru on this one. I, just for this question, I want to know what he thinks. Goatee, what's up, man? What's going on? What's going on? What you got for me today? Listen, Zeke. Good, Josh. Listen, good. listen. Who scores more touchdowns this year? Zeke or Tony Pollard? That's, uh, I feel like that's a pretty simple answer. Um, Ezekiel Elliott scores more touchdowns. Uh, that is not to say that Tony Pollard won't be successful, but Zeke is still going to be the number one back and he's going to get the, the goal line touches. Tony Pollard to score is going to have to get the ball probably outside the 10 yard line. You get inside the 10. Jerry Jones is going to lean on his guy, and they're going to uh, they're going to Mike, Mike McCarthy. I know he's the head coach. Jerry Jones is not, but Jerry Jones is running the show. Let's just be honest, and he will give the directive that Zeke is the goal line. Back. Now, goatee. Here's my only thought on this. Right, is I didn't say rushing touchdowns. Right, just touchdowns in general. So I could see Pollard catching more out of the backfield, or or you know using him as a wide receiver more. To uh, to score more touchdowns that way, and that's very possible. You could see Tony Pollard, um, and like they've been talking about with Travis Etienne uh, throughout camp, you could see Tony Pollard line up and run some routes um, from the slot, maybe even out wide. Here's the thing: let's not forget that Ezekiel Elliott has been one of the most consistent pass catching wide res- or running backs, excuse me, in the NFL since his debuted at Ohio State. So. Zeke's still going to be very involved in the passing game. Does that say that Pollard's not? No, not necessarily. But I don't see this year as being where you see Pollard overtake Zeke. This might be Zeke's last year in Dallas, and we might see Pollard take the reins next year. But I think we're getting a little premature thinking that's going to happen this season. Okay, I can see that. And and, and another thing with, you know, uh, prematurely making some uh, decisions, correct, right? So – on top of that, you brought him up, Travis Etienne. I want to know your thoughts, Chris. 
what do you think about what what is Etienne's presence going to do to James Robinson? That's a, that's a good question. Um, I don't, I don't, I see. Do you see not, now? I so do you see a both of them thriving in fantasy production wise? Well, no. I I I think that you keep. I mean, Robinson's going to be your, your main guy, but I I don't see it affecting as much as you might believe. Like, remember last week, uh, Goatee was talking about don't uh, don't read too far into it. Don't read too far into what's going on and everything. And so that's that's my thought. And maybe Goatee has some. Maybe Goatee get something for that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't read too far into that. That's what I think. Yeah, and and I I do think it'll be a bit of a timeshare. Um, just knowing, let's let's look at Doug Peterson's past uh, with the Eagles. He liked to mix it up. You know, he had he had some good backs there, but it was it was always a rotation. And Etienne may get featured, like I just mentioned, a little bit in the slot. Uh, he does have the ability to uh, to catch the ball very very well. He's actually a decent route runner too. He saw a little bit of that at Clemson, um, but I still think James Robinson gets the bulk of the of the uh, inside runs. And I also think he it will end up winning out as the goal line back. Not saying anything, you know, Travis Etienne's usage is still going to be high. It's going to be very good, and, and he's going to be a successful fantasy player. But James Robinson's not fading off into the into the darkness yet. So is it safe to say that James Robinson is an RB1, or is he an RB2? No, he, and James Robinson, even um, on his best day, I, I know he broke onto the scene in, in year one. But even on his best day, is a was a fringe RB one. Um, he's more of an RB two, and with ETN healthy and in the backfield, and uh, you know a new system coming in, I would I would say he teeters on the uh, the RB two flex play, same as Travis Etienne. Okay, all right, fair. Um, let's not forget, uh, you know, Etienne and uh, and their quarterback there, um, Mr. Trevor Lawrence. They you know they have they have a past uh, at Clemson, so they're gonna have. A good little uh, connection there for sure, I'm sure. So, all right, that's good. That's what I have, but we're not done yet, and we're not going to a break yet. You want to know why? Because we got a lot of energy, we got a lot of knowledge, and I want to make some money. How about you, Chris? You want to make some money? Oh, baby. Oh, let's make some money. We are going to go to B, not the B that's in Hollywood's Corner. We're not going to talk about those bees. Well, he's got bees. He has bees. Right, yeah, bees, right. We're going to go to B, R, B, Brandon Lee, our sports better. Brandon Lee, dude, make us some money, man. Make us some money. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to make everybody some money, man. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna dip this time. I'm going to dip into college football, right? Oh, yeah. I said last week, I don't like betting on – preseason NFL it's just there's no reason to you don't even know who's playing so screw that I'm betting on the very first week of college football okay let's get into it number one I'm going Connecticut versus Utah I'm taking the under on that game it's at 59 and a half and I'm going against the trend okay so in uh Connecticut's last seven games they've they've gone over 
and four of them. I don't care. This, I'm going against the trend, right? Scoring 60 points to me in this game, I'm not confident. I'm not confident in either one of these teams to put that number up. I feel like their defense is better than their offense. Their defense isn't great, either one of them, but their offense just just does not make me feel good about football. It makes me feel like I'm watching high school football, maybe. My high school football. So I'm, I'm staying away. I'm taking the under. It's minus 110. You can get a decent payout on that. Let's do it. Number two. I'm going Nebraska versus Northwestern. <laughs> I, I don't know if I even really want to watch this game in general. Um, but I'm taking the over on this one. 49 and a half, minus 115. This one I am following the trend. Nebraska has gone over on their totals. Five in their last seven. Neither one of them have defense. Well, Nebraska's all right. Nebraska's not bad. Northwestern's defense is not great. To me, in this game, I'm seeing Nebraska put up 30 to 35 points just by themselves. So you're giving me a total at 49 and a half. I feel like that's covered easy. Let's lock it down. Let's do it. Number three, Nevada versus New Mexico State. Nevada's winning this game. That's a no-brainer. So, I mean, if you want a real easy, low-risk, low reward take the money line i like a little bit of a higher payout so i'm going with the spread on this one spread is at minus eight and a half for nevada minus 110 again but let's do it we're, we're gonna we're gonna take a small hit right as to what we're wagering but we're gonna that's a pretty good payout let's hit it uh, this game nevada it's gonna be a blowout nevada's gonna win Spreads where it can get dicey. Not here. Like I said, it's a blowout. Set it. Forget it. Let's lock it down. Those are my college football picks. Can I just chime in real quick? Yep. Real quick? Because I can relate this to the NFL. Um, that's I, I like the Nevada pick. I do. It's bold. It's bold. Let's not forget their quarterback that was, uh, was very, very good in college. Carson Strong is now in the NFL with the Eagles. And uh, we got Nate Cox is now the uh, – the starting quarterback with the Wolfpack. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, but yes, I agree. Nevada's going to win that game, but I'm curious to see how they play without strong. Nate Gax, Nate Gax. Uh, that dude just sounds like he's a winner. I'll tell you what. Um, Brandon Lee, dude, thank you. Um, I wrote them all down, so I'm ready. Um, Wait, are you done? He's done. I did, yeah. Just a quick three today. Just a quick three. Just a quick three. It's good. It's good. This is listen. Big money. It doesn't matter how many he gives us, guys. He went seventy nine percent last year. Seventy nine percent. You're not gonna find that anywhere else. All right. Let's make that money. Chiching. And I'm gonna see you after a break here. We're going to a break. When we come back, we are going to Hollywood's corner. Stay tuned, Chris. And we are back. We are yeah. back. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And Chris, are you ready? Are you ready to uh, to babysit? Not really. No, no. But I'm. I guess I'm screwed. So I guess I got I got the short. 
Out of the sticks and uh, yeah, let's yep. do this. get uh, get used to it, buddy. You got all year long, all year long to visit Hollywood in his little corner there, ladies and gentlemen. It's this time, it is we've reached this part of the uh, of the show here. It's time that we put the kids to bed, put in some headphones so no one else can really hear, and we go to Hollywood's corner to do a little fantasizing. And hear whatever he has to say for us. I, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know what he has. Chris, do you know what he has? Actually, I, I don't. Sometimes he lets me know. But I'm, I'm concerned. Right. Well, well, here we go. Hollywood. How are you, man? I'm, uh, I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me back. Week two. I'm excited. This is so much fun. It's so much fun I had to take my pants off. So... I'm sitting here winning the pooing it, and that's for you guys. And, uh, and Chris, what? did you I say emailed you, I emailed you before the show, didn't I? No, no, you did, no, no, nope. Probably because I don't have uh, the parental locks are still on my laptop, so I couldn't figure it out. But guys, I just want to give a quick shout out before I start my segment, uh, Spectre Side. Guys, Spectracide Wasp and Hornet Killer, great product. I support them. Not a sponsor, but I'm looking. I'm looking for the sponsorship, guys. So we're going to talk about my top ten bee killers. Wow. So, wait, wait, are you? Wait, are you? Are you bees gone? Yeah. No. Um. The last couple of days, yeah, they've been gone. I figured it out. Um. Okay. I brought in a bear from the local zoo. Uh. So now I have a bear problem, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Sounds like a book. Yeah, nobody wants that book. No, that was the that was the birds and the bees. Birds and the bees. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Good, so good. for my segment this week, guys, I'm super excited. We're talking football, and I can't think of anything that goes with football any better than banging hot chicks, like. Those two just go hand and hand. Am I right? My God. So here is my top 10 NFL wags. Chris, wags, that's wife and girlfriend. Just if you want to write that down. I I am. I'm I'm trying to figure out if I should stop you now or. No, 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 no. Let the train roll, baby. (laughs) Okay. Number 10. Actually, first, no, 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 fuck number 10. First, I want to get it off my chest. Jimmy G, you are a great-looking man. What are you doing with a haggard-ass porn star, Kira Mia? She won, like, MILF of the Year 20 years ago. She is god-awful ugly. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, I pass on every porn I see her in because I'm well, like, no, thank you. I know you don't, but I do. No, are you talking to me? Also, I've seen your history. It's fine. Also, Joe Burrow, what are you doing? Olivia Holtzmacher? That chick was ordered from Russia. A hundred percent. Look her up. <laughs> I'm going to look her up right now. I have to. Number 10. That's not, a t- that's not 10? No. 
Like, no, I, just, I just wanted to get that off my chest because it's terrible. You're going to so get fine or you're going to get, you're done. One of the two. So start 10. No, I was. Oh, I'm sorry. Interrupted okay, I'm sorry. 10. Sorry. Jessica Barkyaga. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Lance Moore's girlfriend. Oh my God. Very, very hot. Again, look her up. I'll spell the last name. No, I won't. Number nine. This is this is going to be a little bit of a curveball. Kelly Stafford, guys, she's had a lot of kids, so you know that thing's beat up. But that also means she puts out, and I'm into that. <laughs> Jesus. No, he's not going to be there. Number eight. On the name alone, I put her on the list. Moved her up from from uh, from nine. Lacey Minshew. Oh. Matt Flynn's wife. What? He may have lost Wait, a win. No, no. Right? He may not be a starting quarterback, but uh, oh my goodness, Lacey Minshew. Hello. Number seven. Guarantee she doesn't have any, but Rachel Bush. Jordan Poyer's uh, girlfriend. Okay. Um, All right. Again, look her up. Look them up. These are these are names that you hear often. Like I'm not going, uh, you know, big names here. Wow. I, I, what wow. Said about her, I just think what what number did you say she was? Rachel Bush, number seven. It okay. gets better. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Just so you're looking. I'm. I'm telling you. Have you Number seen? Jo- I'm sorry. Have you seen oh, Jordan? Have, have you I seen? I'm looking this stuff. I just. I will. Wow. Yeah. Right? Have you seen Jordan okay, Poyer though? Now. Jordan Poyer is probably six, right? He's got to be. Hey, <laughs> hey Jimmy, Jimmy G's one then, if that's the case. <laughs> Number six. Here's 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 a common name, Olivia Culpo. Christina McCaffrey's uh, girlfriend, there's scissoring down there in uh, Panther country. Love it. Now we get into the dark chocolate section. Hey, whoa. <laughs> hey. Uh, babysitter, babysitter. Oh, did, did I push, did I push too far? Oh, uh, you're pushing. All right. Um, number I think five. he means they're good for your heart. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Sasha Lee Dendial. Antonio Gates' wife. A little bit on the older side, but hey, I am too, and I'm into that. Let's go. There's nothing wrong with a little age, you know? No, exactly. Number four, Kayla Nicole. Travis Kelsey's significant other. Uh, Hollywood, can I? I just want to back you up there. Uh, Antonio Gates' wife, there, Sasha. He said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Filed for divorce, so you got a chance. Yes, so she probably listens to the show. No, I don't think so. I don't. Live, right? That's <laughs> right. It's live. That's right. <laughs> I did. I did. Kayla Nicole, right? Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Number number three. Well, I mean, Travis Kelsey did. Right? Right. Right. 
Number three, again, I'm sorry, I'm terrible with names. I don't know letters, and when you put them together, it makes funny noises. So I apologize, but uh, Kayla Ohoya, Oho, oh, I don't know, O-H-A-I, and it's Kelia, J.J. Watts girl. Oh, my gosh, what a freaking cutie. She is banging. Yep, that's her. Yep. Okay. Hmm. All right. Number two. Number two. I just feel like she's number two because she's probably easy to trick into doing like butt stuff or something because she's with Gronk. I love Camila Kostic. Kostic. Kostuk. Kostic? But again, she's with Gronk, so she's not she's not going to be the brightest guys I, I know that i'm like the Grunt here, but i don't i don't i don't really know when to stop him so i just i'm gonna let him go yeah he gets fired he doesn't like get gronk gronk and, gronk gets what he wants so well and and look gronk, i am nowhere near a monster energy can i'm more like a five-hour energy if you know what i mean she clearly doesn't, doesn't care about intelligence because <laughs> And then number one, she's been my number one since Alabama. I just, Catherine Webb. Oh, my God. AJ McCarron, I expected better from you. Like, how do you have that girl in college and then you you just do nothing in the NFL? I thought he was going to be really good in the NFL. And then he just wasn't and nobody really cared because he brought Catherine Webb with him and that's cool. So <laughs> so I after looking at I don't even I don't know who AJ McCarron is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But we're not worried about yeah. wait. Oh he's not he's not right. that old guys. He's really not. All right, he's yeah fine. she yep. Okay. I he understand that for a little while. I don't I know where he is now. He's probably in his twenties still. No. I think I'm going to go with... You know, uh, it's, it's because McCarron in college had that like Justin Bieber haircut back when it was cool. And yeah. Exactly. And and that was, you know, that was the thing. So I think McCarron's I'm, a decent looking dude. So I think I'm going to go know. with... Uh, I think I'm going to go with Rachel Bush on that list. Uh, number one. That's my that's my number one there. You know, it. she, she kind of came out of nowhere. I, I hadn't really heard of her. And, uh, I mean, I yeah. still I still really like Tannehill's wife. Lauren, she, you know, and Drew Brees. Yeah, I saw them, and and look, I'm sorry, Giselle does not do it for me, guys. You know, Tom Brady, you can have her. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm surprised Ciara's very big. Yeah, I don't think Ciara's hot. I don't. I'm oh, not attracted ooh, to her. Ooh. 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 I, I mean, Russell don't Wilson, get me, but... don't get me wrong. She's she's a huge upgrade from Horseface that Russ was married to before. <laughs> Oh my God! Wait, no, horse face. That's Patrick Mahomes' wife. <laughs> no, Google, Google. No, yeah. Watch, watch Russell Wilson. Go, get a handle on this. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad we pulled everybody into this fucking conversation. Listen, <laughs> now we're all canceled. Um, <laughs> let me let me say, they're all very, very beautiful, beautiful women. Um, Probably we're not covered in boxes of rocks, but there's. there's I know we're not. Nope, we're not no. <laughs> Hillary Rhoda. 
Guys, look, Hillary wrote a. Um, oh my God, you that's we're not. So Mark Mark, Shan, Mark Sanchez's significant other, and that dude fumbled on someone's ass. Well, he well he didn't fumble on her. Well, maybe Hollywood for a future for a future top ten. For a future top ten, can we get a can we get a top ten, um, like NFL sideline reporters or you know. You know, no. TV show anchors. No, whatever. only, only no. go to I'll do that one when we get big enough and I can actually go to the sidelines and do it live. Because, like, no. Rachel Bonita. But that'll have to be before Rachel the Rachel Bonita. Oh, Rachel Bonita. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. No, we're not doing this. No. no. Yeah. Aaron Andrews. Oh, no, no. no it's I won't. Yeah. I'll stop it. I, I mean, she's tall, though. She's very tall. No. Why are we bringing everybody into this? It's I'm just so like climbing the ladder, bud. It really is. It really is. I am the co- I am babysitting him, and you guys are provo- like you're loving this. You're loving Kristen Cavallari. We didn't draw the shorts like that. Kristen Cavallari, yeah. Now hold on. Before the plastic surgery. Yes. Yes. What? Right. Before no. plastic face. What? She has. She no. God damn it. No, we're not doing this. We're not doing. We're not doing this. That was a great question. The smoker. And so for her to be with him, I feel like she's into some stuff. Maybe he has the horse. Maybe maybe he has the horse cock that sh- that uh, Petra no, Mom's no. wife. We're not. No. Is that why he always looks so tired? Is he's got to no. pull that thing around everywhere? Oh, oh maybe. That's why. No. That's why he couldn't get out of. Wasn't very mobile. That's right. He couldn't. He couldn't get out of the pocket because it was stuck in there. Well, you know. No, God, no, 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 enough, enough, enough. That's it. That's it. I'm ending this. Okay. All right. The, all these, all these women are are beautiful, independent, and and uh, and. Listen, honey, I love you. You are you. You should be on this list, but I'm glad you're not because. Well, no, I. You should be on this list. Anyways. Uh, that's it. We're done. We're done here. Boys. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey's girlfriend, huh? We already said it. We already said Christian McCaffrey's girlfriend. Oh, I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I said with respect. Beautiful man. With all due respect. That's right. With all, that's it. Hollywood. Hollywood. That's a good list. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm impressed with the list. Uh, we're not going to go any farther than this because you're probably fired or it's fine again after this week. Uh, with the rest of us, um, well, not me, not me, because I didn't, I did not do that. My wife is not happy because she should be on a list. Um, but after, you know what? That's it. We're done. We're gonna go to a break, guys. Uh, after this, goatee. We got the the man himself chiming in on what the hell is going on in his world. Right after this. We are back. We are back. And oh yeah, we are. Oh yeah, we are. <laughs> and oh, I, sorry. I, I know. Was... I know we got. I know we got kind of out of control there, Chris. Thank you for kind of reining us back in. I appreciate it. Yeah, you um, got it. Yeah, you really, sorry. You're you're pretty responsible nowadays. So, so this is... <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, but okay. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get the let's get this uh, this train back on the tracks here. We. Have to go and visit probably one of the most knowledgeable men in our uh, our man 
Yeah. That's right. That's right. He's our he's our guy. He's our goatee guru, and we are gonna go and pick his brain a little bit. I guess I guess he has a list. He has a list for us. Goatee, you got a list for us? You guys are melting my heart over here. All the compliments. My goodness. Oh my god. I just uh just can't handle it all. Yeah, we'll never give you another one. But if you want to throw some more out, go ahead. I'll wait. Um, but no, no, yeah, I do have a list. I do. I, I do have a list. Yeah. I uh, I was inspired by the last segment. Oh, I was too, if you knew yeah. what I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, I kept it fantasy related. <laughs> Me too. I again, again, <laughs> yeah. It's a... Oh my god. But I uh, got so let's see. No, I, I kept it fantasy football related, guys. All right. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I made a list of ten. Not necessarily a top ten, but I made a list of ten players in this upcoming fantasy football draft that I put on a list called the trust or bust. Now, what's that mean? If they're a trust, they're a player that I trust to put on my fantasy team this year. If they're a bust, it's a guy I'm steering clear of. You know, not necessarily wouldn't take any shares of, but it's a guy that I'm not necessarily targeting in, in the draft okay so with that being said i'm going to start with number one and, and guys i want to i want you i want your help here in this segment okay i'm going to uh, i'm going to send it around here to one of you for each player and i just want i want to get your feelings on whether you see them as a trust or bust before i go into uh into my old spiel here all right let's keep it let's keep it uh G-rated, or at least PG-rated. You know, Hollywood uh, Hollywood probably used up all of our good times today. So, <laughs> start with number one. Are we going to trust first or bust first? Not necessarily either. You're going to tell me. I'm going to give you a name. Oh, I you're going to tell me if you would trust or bust them. I like Make that. Make sense? I like, I like that. I like so, it. I'm going to start with number one, and we're going to start with a premier player. A uh, very polarizing player this season. The one and the only, the beautiful, magnificent Christian McCaffrey. I'm gonna bust. send this I'm gonna send bust. this one I'm gonna send this one to bust. Brandon Lee. Bust. bust. Oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Goatee. I'm I'm uh Hollywood, can you keep him in line? <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah. Hollywood sorry. No, that's my babysitter. Yeah. He's my co host. Get back to my corner. Sorry. <laughs> Brandon Lee, Christian McCaffrey, is he a trust or a bust for you? I'm trusting him. I don't think he has, I don't think he has a uh, magnificent stellar year, but I trust him, man. You know what you're getting. You know his floor. His floor is higher than most players' ceiling. I'm trusting him. I would agree to a point. Um, Again, like I talked about in my, in my uh, basic strategy, um, in the first well, round where Christian McCaffrey is going to be, you're going to want to take the guy that is um, ha- has that trustworthy floor. And I use the example of Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey. In that case, I would take Jonathan Taylor because I think he has a more stable floor. But I do think McCaffrey has a higher upside. So in that sense, if I'm taking that, I'm taking the safer pick there. But I'm on board with you. Christian McCaffrey is a trust for me. You know, he's focused on his health. And, and this offseason, he's been he's been kind of, um, you know, 
what am what am I trying to say? He's he's been limiting his uh, his snaps, trying to he's actually been counting his steps, which I've heard, uh, which is kind of interesting. But just trying to watch his body, keep himself keep himself healthy, healthy because he knows he's he is the Panther offense, right? He is the focal point there, um, and he knows his value to that offense. And I expect him to have a little bit less usage than we've seen in his previous healthy seasons. But I, I wouldn't let that deter you. He's still one of the more – actually, I would say he's one of the most explosive per-touch players in fantasy history. Um, you know, he's he doesn't have to have a lot of touches to put up a big score. Like I mentioned last year, yeah, he was limited, only played a few games, but had no less than 24 points when he played. So the guy's, the guy's still exceptional when he's on the field. And I do believe Baker Mayfield under center, it'll unlock that offense a little bit more than we've seen over the past couple seasons. Which leads me to number two, Allen Robinson. I'm going to send it over to the host on this one. What do you got for Allen Robinson, trust or bust? Bust. Um, I don't want him on my fantasy team, so bust. You know, and I totally understand what you're saying. I get it. Um, I understand the hard feelings towards the former Penn Stater. Uh, But he's finally free from the abomination that was the Chicago Bears under the Matt Nagy regime. Uh, I just, I'm so excited to see him out of there. I trust him this season. Let's think about this. He's he, he's coming to a high-octane offense in L.A. He's the number two target in Sean McVay's brainchild, right? And, and McVay is a very, very, very uh, innovative offensive, offensive mind. We saw what... Odell Beckham was able to do when he got over there as the number two playing, you know, Robin to Cooper Cup's Batman. I just, I have really good vibes on a Rob um, returning to form this season. Number three, I'm going to go to the co-host on this one because I know he had him on his fantasy team last year. So I'm curious, trust or bust Dawson Knox. Oh man, I trust him. Yeah, trust him, huh? Well, you know, it's, you know, it's the worst part. I trust him, but man, is he going through a tough time right now? God, I feel bad for him. He is, and then I, I pray for him and his family. Yeah, My absolutely, God. our thoughts and prayers with to him and his family that losing his brother. That's uh, that's that's tough. But um, well, I kind of feel bad saying this now, but Dawson Knox, I'm busting this year. Uh, let's be honest. So he was an absolute gem for the owners that were lucky enough to get hands on his stock last season. Um, he plays in a unbelievably powerful offense with a stud gunslinger in Josh Allen. And it kind of sounds like I'm talking him up, right? But I'm not, uh, in this case, I, I still think he'll be a weekly starter. I'm not saying that he won't be, I think he'll still be a weekly starter, but I, I expect a regression from his touchdowns last season, and I, I also expect a regression in usage. His ADP is just a little too high for me to what I think his value is going to be at this point. I'm looking elsewhere at the tight end position. Number four, Hollywood. Trucked or bust, Mac Jones, McCorkle Jones. Can you use it in a sentence? McCorkle Jones has a dad bod and smokes cigars. 
Yeah, bust. Yep, I agree. Mac Jones, I am also busting. Now, here's the thing. If you listened to me last week, I said preseason media hype, a lot of it is kind of smoke screens, and there's a lot of things. It's kind of like the lead-up to the draft. However, you rarely ever hear chirping coming out of the Patriots camp with struggles in the preseason or training camp. You rarely ever see that, okay? So I, I just I, I haven't seen anything positive coming out of that camp. They got co-offensive coordinators, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Neither have a very much, if any, offensive experience. And it and it sounds like Mac Jones isn't quite taking that next step that they're all looking for. So I'm out of the Mac Daddy market this year. Javante Williams. Brandon Lee, trust or bust? Oh, trust him. I am trusting him like crazy. Here's the thing. I don't believe in Melvin Gordon. I haven't believed in Melvin Gordon in the last two to three years. Javante is everything that the Broncos need right now. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. I trust him. I also trust Javante. Now let's look at this from a high level, okay? He was a second-round pick last year, right? He was in a timeshare with Melvin Gordon, who was a first-round pick when he was drafted, but he's an aging Melvin Gordon. And Javante, like you just said, he can catch the ball, he can run the ball. He has the best wiggle in the game. By wiggle, I mean he is hard to tackle. You can get your hands on him, and he will break the tackle in most cases. Okay, In the NCAA, in his, in his final season in college, he led the league in missed tackles. Okay? Um, he, it translated well to the NFL as well. So he, I believe he ranked fifth last year and he touched the ball. I think the same exact amount of times as Melvin Gordon. I think they had the exact same amount of carries. So his game translates. He likely will not go down on the first tackle. So I think it's an explosive offense this year was what they've done. I think bringing in Russell Wilson unlocks him. And let's think about this. As the season progresses, I think we're going to see more and more and more of Javante. I think they start to pull Gordon back as the season goes on. Maybe in the first couple of weeks, might be a pretty even timeshare. As the season goes on, Javante takes that leap forward, and he's that guy that you look for every year that gets hot at the right time and leads you to a, a fantasy championship. Javante Williams, I'm trusting. Number six, sending it over to the host. Mike Gesicki, trust or bust? Bust. Um, he's he's gonna be solid, um, but I got him. I think he busts because I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's laughable how bad this guy's gonna do this year because he's got Tyreek Hill. He's got Jalen Waddle, and I think that they're gonna take a lot away from him. I do. So I also have him on the bust list hurts me as a Penn State guy, but the Dolphins tight end, I mean, he's he's been pretty reliable. He's been a pretty reliable fantasy asset over the past couple seasons, and with the addition of Tyreek Hill and Chase Edmonds, along with Mike McDaniel's philosophy coming into the fold, I just expect Mike Kosicki, and this is from watching the 49ers, I expect more blocking from Mike Kosicki than we've seen previously this coming year. Like I said, with the 49ers, we've seen it for years with George Kittle. There's games. I mean, he's an exceptional receiver, but there's games that they 
don't even write him into the game script for for receiving. He is used purely as a blocker. He's an excellent blocker, but it, it's just how the scheme is fit. They they want to run the ball. They want to get to the edge. They want to use speed. Gasicki's not really a speed guy, and I, I think he's going to be used a lot more in the in the running game and as a blocker than you're going to see him going out on routes this year. So I'm I'm busting Mike Gasicki this year. Hurts me to say. Yep. Yeah. All right. Number seven, Brandon Ayuk. Trust or bust? I'm going to throw it to Hollywood, even though I already know what he's going to say. Bust, bust, bust! No, I, and not just because he's a 49er. I, I don't see him. I don't see him making the big leap that you would need to have him as a starter in fantasy. He's he's definitely still a guy that that you maybe pick up and have on your bench. I think you know if you need a player like that, but uh, he, he's definitely not someone I'm drafting. So I know I'm a homer, but I'm going with trust here. And uh, hear me out, okay? Brandon Ayuk's ADP right now is being drafted as a flex. Okay, he has the ability this year to really, really step up and really just expose the weaknesses that Jimmy Garoppolo had. Okay, Jimmy Garoppolo did not push the ball down the field. He ran. He threw a lot of intermediate and short routes, quick timing over the middle. Brandon Ayuk's best traits are his speed. And separation skills. That's why he was a first-round pick. He was excellent at Arizona State because of it. The, those have seeming—I mean, they've seemingly been dormant for the past two seasons. Those skills. So, I don't think it's going to happen anymore. With Trey Lance under center. Trey's ability to push the ball down the field. Trey's ability to impact the game with his legs is going to draw defenders forward. I think you're going to see Brandon Ayuk be most positively impacted by Trey Lance being under center this year. Number eight. I'm going to send it over to Christopher Michael. <laughs> this is going to be a problem. I'm sorry? Come on. This is going to be what a problem. Got? I don't know, man. What do, I don't know. what do you got? Come on. Send it over to Christopher Michael, another guy that I know has been on his team in previous years. Aaron oh, Jones. Yeah. Trust or bust? Oh, my man. Well, that, that's a tough one. That is tough. Uh, God, it's, I, I, you know what? I don't trust him this year. I've all, I always have. But, so you're, you're busting him. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I have to agree with you. That's weird. But usually this doesn't work out for me all the listeners if i if i agree with christopher michael this usually does not work out for me just keep that in mind but i am also busting aaron jones now this guy he's been exceptional since breaking onto the scene full-time a few years back and he honestly he's really been one of the underrated stars of fantasy ever since over the past four seasons i don't know if you guys realize this but over the past four seasons he is actually running back five Okay, he, he is a, a true RB1 in fantasy. But I believe the Packers' offense this year will be more run-heavy. Okay, that sounds like a good thing. I think they'll be more run-heavy than we've seen over the past few seasons. But I think that will ultimately benefit the other Packers running back, A.J. Dillon, more of a 
bruiser pounder up the middle. He's gonna he's gonna get a lot of work down by the goal line. Those big tree trunk thighs, right? I think it's gonna benefit him more than it's gonna benefit Aaron Jones. And the reason I say this is, in fact, Jones has been one of the most consistent receiving running backs in fantasy football. You go to a run heavy scheme, that's less targets going to Aaron Jones out of the backfield. And I, like I said, I think Dylan is going to be impacted the most by this positively. And uh, that's why I'm steering clear of Aaron Jones. I'm not saying he's irrelevant this year. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying expect a little bit of a drop off from what you've come to, to know from, from Aaron Jones. I got two more for you guys. Number nine, Brandon Lee. I'm really curious to hear you on this one. Okay. Um, you know what? Actually, I'm all in. I'm, I want to, I want to be in on this. I want to okay, be in on I'm this. Gonna save, I'm going to save the last one for Brandon Lee, actually. So, host. I'm ready. Trust or bust. Christian Kirk. I, I never, I just never trust him, to be honest. I mean, I, I feel like you, you have a reason to, but I, I just never seem to trust Christian Kirk. Um, can I give you, can I give you a stat and then you tell me what you think? Sure. Over the past three seasons, Christian Kirk ranks as wide receiver 18 in fantasy football. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's different, but I still, I still would say bust. And here's why I say he busts because I don't see him as a consistent player. And when he does blow up, it's for a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of points. And that might be why he's wide receiver 18. I don't know. Um, but I, I am one to that. I will take the 16 points every week from a reliable player or a 16. And then, the, you know what? They might have a drop off with 10 or 11. That's fine by me. I'd rather take the consistent player rather than the player who he might go for 38 one week or, or you know, here and there. But for a good four weeks, five weeks stretch, that, that guy might put up four points. So I'm, I, I can't get myself to trust him fully. So I'm going to say bust. I understand what you're saying, but here's, here's where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counter you and say I trust him. Like I said, over the past three seasons, wide receiver 18 in fantasy football, that is with him being the second and sometimes third option in the Cardinals offense. Okay. With DeAndre Hopkins, who's, who's been getting targeted 150 times a year, right? If not more. So it's absurd to me that he's, that he's ranked as high as he is when he was that low on the depth chart. And honestly, the Jaguars, Jaguars, sorry, after giving him a kind of a sneakily well-deserved contract, I think Coach Doug per Doug Peterson, excuse me, will feature Kirk in the passing game this year. He's a great route runner. He has the potential to be a bit of the best comparison I can make to what I think he can be in that offense is what Keenan Allen is to the Chargers. Okay, I think he has the ability to play play that role. Great route runner, good separation, good hands, pretty solid after the catch. I really like the outlook for the former Aggie, and I, I think he's going to blossom with the Jaguars and uh, and Trevor Lawrence. So that's going to lead me to the last player on the list. Brandon Lee, you are on the podium. Trust or bust. Houston Texans running back Damian Pierce. 
trust. You can get him late in that draft, and his value at that point is so high, you need to take Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce is the guy in Houston. Marlon Mack, sure. Draft him. When everyone's drafting kickers and you got two bench spot or you got a bench spot kicker defense left, yeah, sure, take Marlon Mack. As just that, like, maybe Damien's not the guy, kind of thing. But Damien is the guy. So here, here's the thing, and this is why I wanted to include you guys in this. Damien Pierce for me is a bust. Reason I say that is ADP is rising heavily. Okay, he's he's going. A much much earlier than he was in original drafts you can you're seeing him go anywhere you're, you're seeing him go around the sixth seventh round sometimes now okay that's that seems that seems a little bit high for a guy that has not taken a carry yet in the nfl right but here's the thing let me let me just say i am a believer in damian pierce i do think he's going to be a successful running back in the nfl this is more of an indictment on the houston texans than it is damian pierce I don't see this team being very competitive in most games, which will cause them to abandon the run more often than not. Damian Pierce can catch the ball out of the backfield, but understanding what the Houston Texans like to do and having like a two, three man rotation, Rex Burkhead, Marlon Mack, they're all going to be involved. There's just not enough to go around, in my opinion, for Damian Pierce when game script says we got to throw the ball. That's why I'm going with a bust on Damian Pierce. You heard it here first from the Goatee Guru. That's what I got for you guys this week. Join us next week for more draft coverage. Love it. Thanks a lot, Guru. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we are going to take our last break. And when we come back, Christopher Michael, my co-host, has uh, he's got he's got some information. I guess he's got some uh, questions. He's got everything. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know what to expect. But we will see after this. Fantasizers, we are back. We are back, and we got a, we got one one more one more little segment here, and it's gonna be who else but our co-host, Christopher Michael. Dude, what do you got for us? So this this is kind of this thing kind of ticks me right off. So NBC Sports posted their top five quarterbacks this year, right? So I kind of want to like go around the room here and see what you all think is your top five quarterbacks. Is it is now? Is this top five fantasy scoring? No, no it's not. Uh, not no. It's no, just the best five quarterbacks in the league right now. I think top five. I mean, what do you think that kind of correlate? Right. I mean, perhaps, maybe. but not really. So, well, it could. It could. Should it could it it could and but it I mean, normally does not. No. All right, so so we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna go around the room. I'm not gonna tell them who they picked, right? So we're gonna start with our our best dude, Goatee, and see what he says. What do you got? Am I starting at the top or the bottom? Am I starting at one or five? Well, I don't care. Just give us one, right? Or am I giving you five? What, Christopher Michael? Is Give he... me uh, five. Five. Give you five. All right. No. Start at the top. Okay. So that's pretty simple. Number one, Sam Darnold. That, no. 
No. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, no, he's not. St- he's not a starter. So. Oh, you're right, Jared Goff. Yeah. <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> right. No, sorry, I, I got confused. I thought you said worst. That's my bad. No, uh, starting at the top, um, you. If if we're not doing fantasy related, you can't pick anybody else other than Tom Brady. Okay. Two. To me, okay. Uh, I I didn't know. I'm still going. I'm sorry. Number no, two. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. Right. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Number three, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Number four, Josh Allen. Okay. And number five, Justin Herbert. Like it. So, to to the audience, I didn't tell these guys anything. Right. So they're coming up with this stuff on their own right now. Like. Right now. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to run it right to our boy, B, who's a betting man. B, what do you got? Yeah, no, I went this season specifically, and that's how I ranked it. So this season specifically, in order, Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Russell Wilson. Russell, huh? Well, that might be a he's a, a, he's a big he's a top five every year. Christopher Michael, I just I gotta clarify, is this is is this best in the league or best that they think like they think will be the best at the end of this season? The, the best in the league. That's what they think. Okay. All right, I just want to make sure. Right? Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go to Hollywood. Hollywood, what do you think? Uh, number one. Yep. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Tom Brady, number two. Yep. Josh Allen, number three. Okay. A. A. Ron Rogers, number four. And Justin Herbert, number five. Wow. Do you want to elaborate, or are you good? That is one through five. <laughs> All right. What do you think? Host. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. I've been waiting. Uh, number one, Tom Brady. Yep. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Number three, Patrick Mills. Okay. Number four, Russell Wilson. Jesus. Number five, Josh Allen. Wow. Okay. Can I just real quick? For yeah, please. Please, please. Your second here, real quick. Please. I just have one quick question, if you don't mind. Yeah. So, no, I mind. I mind. I mind. I mind. <laughs> B and host. Both of you put Russell Wilson on your list. Myself, being a homer, did not. Although he's he's no more he's no longer in Seattle. I just one quick question for each of you. 
if he's in Seattle, is he still on your list? Yeah. He's been in Seattle his whole career other than this year, and every single year he is a top five quarterback. You you look at your numbers, you look at yards, you look at touchdowns, you look at QBER, everything. He is a top five quarterback. Arguably could be in the top three. Now that Josh Allen has kind of made himself known, I don't know. I still think he's a top five quarterback every year, doesn't matter who he plays for. Um, I, I, yeah, doesn't, I agree. doesn't matter where he is. Um, he, he's in the, the top five, the way that I look at it. Um, obviously you go off, you go off their skill individually, but also how they can lead a team, um, to, to a ring. And so the only one on my list that isn't there is Josh Allen. And I think this year is the year that Josh Allen actually does, uh, lead his team to a Super Bowl ring. So, so Real quick, to counter those same points that were just made to put Russell Wilson on the list, if you're talking about yards and stats and just putting yourself up there, Matthew Stafford has comparable stats to Russell Wilson throughout his career and and played for the Detroit Lions. Um, Interceptions he, are different, though. He plays. He plays for a played for a, a high level team, and they and he won the Super Bowl in his first year. Um, also another player that, yeah, he never got, he never got a Super Bowl ring, but he should have, um, if his team didn't fall apart, Matt Ryan, excellent numbers, doesn't have a ring, but if, if we, again, going off stats, Matt Ryan should be in that conversation. We can, we can play, uh, we can play what ifs, uh, all day long, but I think, uh, I think, you know, what happened, happened, Matt Ryan choked to in uh, his defense i know his defense choked a lot as well but i mean the guy couldn't get it done in the biggest stage against the best I, quarterback ever so i on his uh on his coaching um not running the ball that's all right well either way he's he's the uh he's the playmaker he's the he's the quarterback he's the guy that i don't care in that situation you're up that you make the you make the call you make that call. Yes. It's the last game. I don't care if the coach is mad at you. You're up 28 to three. You make that call and you run the ball. You are the quarterback. You make that call. He didn't do it. And, uh, and you know, like I said, we could play what ifs all we want. Um, but, you know, he didn't get it done. So it is what it is. Uh, as to Matthew Stafford, my argument is he was with the Lions. I agree. Um, he He's, you know, he's a gunslinger. He throws it a lot. He had Megatron. Um, which is a big, a big, big, big thing. Um, you know, not to, not that other people, you know, don't have weapons, but I think we all can agree. Megatron is Megatron for a reason. He's the, he's the man. Yeah. So, and so, on uh, top of that, he won. Yes. He won a super bowl. Yes. I'm really happy for him, but you alone, you have said that that team bought their championship. So. Yep. And Seattle won a super bowl on their defense. Uh, one year and the second year they didn't run the ball and lost the Super Bowl. So it that's what I'm saying. Coaching does play a factor. You're you, you don't throw the ball at the goal line. You can hand it to the guy that gets a yard every single time he touches the ball. Correct. Right? And if so, if Russ and if Russell Wilson, if Russell Wilson won that second Super Bowl, I put him above Patrick Mahomes. Okay, I'm gonna pull this back. But didn't he technically lose it? Okay, this is not what. Listen. No. My segment. He, he went for it. Come on. Listen. You want to hear my five? Yeah. 
I do. Okay. Your five or CBS? No, not no. I'm gonna give that after. Gotcha. Okay. So 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 number one, Pat. Pat Pat Mahomes is he's a man. Number two is Josh Allen. Three, Tom Brady. Four, Aaron Rodgers, and five, Joe Burrow. Yeah. All right, that's the yeah. worst. List I've ever heard about. Can you? No, 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 no. Explain to me how the how the greatest of all time is number three on your list. I'm saying this year, this year. You're talking this year. You're not talking the best five in the league. No, that's what I said. This year, everything's this year. Okay. I I still I mean if it was I understand what you're saying. Yeah. No. I understand what you're saying, but the best of all time hasn't shown any signs of slowing down. Yes, true, true. All right, so anyways, here's NBC's sports analysis, right? Ready? Are you ready for this? Because this pisses me right off. Number one, Josh Allen. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Number three, hang on, you ready? You ready? Buckle up. Lamar Jackson, four. No, come on. No, no, no. I, that's what I said. Four, Lam, or, uh, Kyler Murray, and five, Justin Herbert. Okay, so, <clears throat> so it was my understanding we did we were just doing top five best quarterbacks in the league. If we're doing no. if we're doing top five performing this year, my list changes. My list no, changes no, dramatically. That- that's what we're doing. I'm, I'm sorry. That that is what we're doing. But that's still a BS list. Are you sure it's not like a top five under twenty six no. or something? No. Because no. <laughs> your best Kyler Murray five. It was QB rankings top five this year. Go. Did anybody see Kyler Murray uh, in his only playoff game he's ever played? Anyone? Did anyone watch that game? <laughs> he looked like a lost puppy on the field. Unreal. Unreal. And they're gonna. Well, okay. And they and they put him ahead of Justin Herbert. Yep. They did. Um, I I take Kyler Murray out immediately, and I throw in Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is gonna have a really good year this year. You take Lamar Jackson. You take you take all three of the guys that mentioned now. Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray. Yeah, you take all three of them out. Jay, I mean, when you're talking a quarterback, a quarterback's got to be able to throw the football, and yeah. Jalen can't throw the football. And Lamar uh, looks like he's hooking a sidearm baseball when he throws, but um, he's good at throwing to Mark Andrews. <laughs> and uh, and Kyler Murray plays well for eight weeks apparently, and then has no idea what the hell he's doing after that. So I, those, I don't know. If those are the top five, then I'm throwing Peyton Manning in there. <laughs> right like now. Peyton right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Brees, if he comes back and plays automatically above them. So I feel like Taysom Hill was, was like snubbed. You know what I mean? So what you're saying is what I was saying earlier about Jared Goff and Sam Darnold might not be that far off then. Uh, really? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's Unreal. that's crazy. I, that's a crazy I, list. 
I saw this tweet and I'm thinking to myself, no, no, no effing way, right? So, wow, uh, wow, that's nuts. That that is nuts. Um, I I wish. Where we... was Daniel Jones? He got snubbed. He should have been there. Yeah, he might be six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he got snubbed. He was one of the honorable mentions. Way way above uh, way above Tommy. <laughs> so, all right, boys. Is that, that Chris? That's all we got. That's all we got, man. Uh, I'm, thank God, because that's ridiculous. That is a wrap for week two, season two of the Fantasizers podcast. We will catch you next week at the same time. Uploaded Thursday at 10 a.m. Boys, we're out. Adios. Thank you.